Hello, hello, and welcome to Moving Into Light. I'm Lisa Renee, your podcast host, and I'm so grateful to have you joining me. Moving Into Light is my space to offer tips and tools, the things that I do in my life that help me move into a higher vibrational frequency, that keep me moving into light and away from the dark. And the dark is basically fear or anxiety or distrust or anything that lowers my vibration. So if you are new here, welcome and thank you for taking the time to log on. Thank you for listening. Thank you for doing something for yourself that can raise your vibration, raise your frequency and keep you feeling good. And in these times, we all need things that make us feel good. I'll begin by saying that I work as a holistic nutritionist and as an intuitive healer. I work with clients all over the planet who are striving to reconnect their mind, their body, their souls. I work with people who need to recalibrate, who are recovering from addiction or struggling with great hardships. And by going inward, by doing the inner work of the soul, we can promote healing. And healing is what I am here to help others do. So if you are taking the time today to log on, welcome, and thank you so much for joining us. Today in episode 52, we're going to be talking about change. We're also going to be talking about mindfulness. And those two things may not seem to go together right off the bat, but I would like to show you a few things um, that I do and a few ways that those two things can really interweave to promote a healthier, happier you. So let's get on with our show today. I don't believe that our planet has ever known a time of such great change as this. 2020 has been a year of huge transformation. Maybe you are in the camp that says 2020 has been a horrible, awful year and you're ready for it to be over. And maybe you are in the camp that says 2020 has been amazing. It's been a time for self-reflection, a time for slowing down, a time for reconnecting, a time for creating. What I have found with my clients is that most, most of you are in either one or the other. You're either embracing what is, or you're struggling against it. You're swimming against the stream. And today we're going to talk about this change and, and how it affects you and your family and what you can do, maybe some tools that can help you be a little more present with what is. Everything around us right now is experiencing change. Our biology, our technology, our health, our ecology, every small subset, every community on the planet is changing The change that's occurring is happening so quickly that we as humans are struggling to keep up. And nothing is as frightening to the human beings as change. There's so much fear because people are struggling to change and to adapt to change. And so many people right now want to go back to what was. And I'm here to tell you we are not going backwards. We are only evolving. We are only shifting into new, new territory. Evolution is good. It's what's moving us and propelling us and and helping us climb every mountain that comes in front of us. 
but our inner nature, we are perfectly designed and we already know that change is on the horizon. We feel the power of it every single day. We are also learning every day that taking on great change is really part of why we're here on the planet. So imagine that this collective challenge we're living in right now is a divine gift. Imagine that we are in the middle of a huge present. It feels crazy and chaotic, but we are really in the middle of something so, so incredible. It's such a blessing. So how do we deal with the change? And your change may look very different than my change. For some people, change is learning to work at home. For others, change is homeschooling your children who are now homebound or stuck at home. And I don't like the word stuck at home. Blessed to be at home. For some people, the change right now is less or no income. It's learning to be more self-sufficient. For others, the change right now is just witnessing the shift on the planet. Maybe your job hasn't changed. Um, Maybe the way you deal with finances hasn't really changed that much. Maybe the change for you is an inner shift. And you're seeing those around you who really need help. And so you have become more compassionate. Maybe change is huge. Maybe you've lost your home. You couldn't pay the rent or pay the mortgage and you have lost your home and you are figuring out what to do with that. Maybe change more is in what's going on around you in terms of the government, in terms of watching the vaccine be developed and the, the, the factions who are fighting for or against mandatory vaccinations. Whatever the change is in your life, You are being gifted a situation. And how you choose to handle the change is going to make all of the difference in your mindset and how relaxed and how calm you feel or how much chaos surrounds your daily life. I believe that the grace of mindfulness keeps us alert and keeps us aware of our higher power in these small details in our lives. We need the grace of mindfulness when life depends on our being especially mindful, caring for a vulnerable person, taking on a really hard task of healing our body or living through the virus. We need the grace when we have made a decision to challenge something dark in our life or to break an addiction, we can call on the grace of mindfulness. And I share this with you because in 2008, I was in a very difficult spot in my life. I was contemplating leaving my husband, my second husband of eight years. And together we had six children. I was incredibly unhappy with so many points in my life and I didn't know how to fix any of it and it was then that my 
spiritual awakening was beginning. Little threads of information were starting to come through. And the concept of mindfulness came into my awareness. I randomly picked up a book. And if you have followed my story, you'll know that I get a lot of divine guidance through wisdom um, and wisdom through words and through books and through reading. And in 2008, the whole concept of mindfulness kind of unfolded in front of me. And I wasn't searching for it. I was struggling. I was struggling with so many things in my life changing all at once. And I honestly just didn't know how to cope. And so the idea of mindfulness is being present. It's being aware. And it's being able to step back and just pay attention without all the emotions, without all the angst, with the, without the fear, with all the emotions that go with it. You take all that out and you simply look at what is. And I believe that right now, instead of struggling and fighting against the current of change, if we can all just take some deep breaths and be present and accept what is we can really reduce our stress levels we can reduce our anxiety i want to read something to you today big surprise right um from a book called the miracle of mindfulness and i have shared a little bit of this book in some past episodes it's written by the vietnamese monk Thich Nhat han he has helped shift so much for me in this book, he's just offering some, some stories, some exercises um, as a means of learning skills for mindfulness, being awake, being fully aware. And I, I come back to this book again and again when things are difficult or when I need a reminder that I need to be more present. So this is um, one of my favorite stories that he shares and I'm just going to read it to you. It's very short. Um, he did a lot of traveling over his, his time and um, so this is, this is what I want to share with you. It's called Eating a Tangerine. I remember a number of years ago when Jim and I were first traveling together in the United States. We sat under a tree and shared a tangerine. He began to talk about what we would be doing in the future. Whenever we thought about a project that seemed attractive or inspiring, Jim became so immersed in it that he literally forgot about what he was doing in the present. He popped a section of tangerine in his mouth, and before he had begun chewing it, had already popped another slice into his mouth. He was hardly aware that he was eating a tangerine. All I had to say was, you ought to eat the tangerine section you've already taken. Jim was startled into realizing what he was doing. It was as if he hadn't been eating the tangerine at all. If he had been eating anything, he was eating his future plans. 
A tangerine has sections. If you can eat just one section, you can probably eat the entire tangerine. But if you can't eat a single section, you cannot eat the tangerine. Jim understood. He slowly put his hand down and focused on the presence of the slice already in his mouth. He chewed it thoughtfully, swallowed, before reaching down and taking another section. Later, when Jim went to prison for activities against the war, I was worried about whether he could endure the four walls of prison, and I sent him a very short letter. Do you remember the tangerine we shared when we were together? Your being there is like the tangerine. Eat it and be one with it. Tomorrow it will be no more. I so love that short excerpt about eating a tangerine. I hope it resonates with you. I hope it makes sense to you. Um, I hope it, it shifts something into, in your mind so that you can shift into a more, um, at ease sense of yourself. When we are mindful, when we take a piece of tangerine and we smell it and we savor it and we eat it slowly and we chew it mindfully and we swallow it, we get to enjoy it with all of our senses. We're aware of what we are doing. In 2008, when I was struggling so much with my life, I wasn't aware of what I was doing. I was on autopilot. I wasn't watching my kids with awe and wonder of the human beings I had created. I wasn't watching my students learn and expand and change. I was just on autopilot. And I am sharing this with you today because a lot of you have gone on autopilot right now. You're just struggling to get through the day. And change is going to happen. It's inevitable that it's going to happen. But our job is not to go on autopilot. In fact, our job is to keep ourselves away from autopilot. Our job is to pay such close attention to what happens in each moment that we can forget how hard it is. When we can see ourselves as we truly are, everything else kind of goes by the wayside. There's a book called The Velveteen Rabbit, and um, maybe you've read it by Marjorie Williams. And this is my favorite quote from that book. Generally, by the time you are real, most of your hair has been loved off and your eyes drop out and you get loose in the joints and very shabby. But these things don't matter at all because once you are real, you can't be ugly except to people who don't understand. In this day and age, in the time we are living, it's an epic battle to accept yourself as you are, to accept your physical appearance, to accept your strengths, your weaknesses. And when you can learn to accept 
yourself as you are, as being real, you're learning to become mindful. Um, And that's what matters. That's what you're here to do. You are here on the planet to be present each day, to experience the things you are experiencing. And when we try to go backwards and make our life what it was two years ago or five years ago, we are not being present in this exact moment. So I invite you to do whatever it takes to become present. Because as you are being present and aware and focused in the now moment, suffering ceases to exist because you're paying attention to what is occurring right now. When I'm loading my dishwasher, but I'm thinking about people dying of COVID, I have now taken my attention away from the dishes. And I'm suffering with people dying of COVID. But when I focus slowly and mindfully on loading the dishes, I'm in the present moment. My mind isn't wandering. I'm not absorbing energies that really aren't mine. doesn't mean being selfish, but it means being very present. When I'm playing with my three-year-old, my mind wants to wander and do something else. I draw myself back to my three-year-old. I pay attention to his hands. His hands will never look like they're looking right now today. His eyelashes are so exquisite. And when I look at that or pay attention or focus on the present moment, what is right in front of me, I can't worry or feel anxiety about something else because my attention is on what is right in front of me. And so it kind of can be a confusing, twisty thing to become mindful but once you get good at the practice at the art form it can shift so many things in your life I would encourage you to set an alarm for four times a day maybe 8 a.m 12 4 p.m and 8 p.m and as you set those four alarms on your phone just a small buzzer, let an alarm go off. And as it goes off four times each day, I want you to take a deep breath, repeat out loud to or to yourself, depending on where you are. I am present in this moment. Use all of your senses. Smell. What do I smell? What do I see? Am I tasting something? And what can I touch? And what can I hear? It's a short activity to do four times a day. But by opening your senses and becoming aware, you can alter your reality. You can alter what your day looks like. If you are walking down the street at 12 noon and your alarm goes off, stop walking. It takes all of 10 seconds. What am I hearing? What am I seeing? What am I smelling? What am I touching? What am I tasting? It brings you into the present moment. And by being mindful of where you are physically, where your body is, 
It can alter your day. It can bring you an awareness that you may not have had before. And I want to invite you to that because as we are shifting, as we are changing as a planet, change is going to happen. It's inevitable. But how you choose to operate in this time of change says it all. Um, so allow change. Don't fight it. I know it's difficult. I know we're all in times of of change and it can be hard the last thing I want to share um, I've mentioned the Tao Te Ching before it was written by Lao Tzu um, if you have never heard of it it's a series of very short um, short readings um, you know Lao Tzu was a philosopher this is a spiritual kind of classic text from 200 BC. And um, I want to share with you number 49. And I'm going to leave you with this thought for today. The sage does not have an unchanging mind. He makes the mind of the people his own. He is good to those who are good and good to those who are not good. Thus, his virtue is good. He stands by his words to those who stand by their words. And he stands by his words to those who do not. Thus, his virtue is reliable. The sage resides in the world, harmonizes with it, and for the sake of the world, he flows in convergence with its heartbeat. People all give him their eyes, and their ears, and he treats them as he would laughing children. I believe that our job right now is to treat everyone as a laughing child. No matter what hardship is in front of us, no matter what difficulty is in front of us, we look at it and we accept it. We don't judge it. We flow with it. We stay in alignment. We breathe in. We breathe out. And we are mindful, accepting ourselves where we are in the moment. Because change is happening. And it's not going to stop anytime soon. I'm doing a lot of work with clients right now who are struggling to change who are struggling to adapt. And I would encourage you to reach out if you are struggling, if the change around you feels unbearable, if you need help um, staying present or finding the grace or seeing what you have in your life to be grateful for, reach out. Let's have a conversation. A simple mind shift can make all of the difference in how easy you can flow through your day. So I hope this podcast resonates with you. I hope the idea of change and mindfulness makes sense. I hope that these are things that can help you keep your vibration high. When you are staying in a state of high frequency, high vibrational frequency, your immune system is working well.
it's much easier to stay healthy, to stay happy, to stay whole. When things feel good. So our job is to find the things that feel good and focus on them. And keep ourselves mindful. Staying out of fear and out of the dark. And doing our best to stay in the light. If this work resonates with you or you are interested in working with me, I invite you to reach out. You can find me on my website, www.lisa-renee.com. I hope you are healthy and happy and whole. I hope you are being mindful and you are going with the flow. Sending you many blessings and much love and light for a beautiful week. And we will talk again soon.